When you sign up for BP Me Rewards, you can get five cents off every gallon of gas every time at BP or Amico stations. That means more savings and more whatever you'd like to use your savings on. So treat yourself. It's on us. Visit bp.com slash save to learn more. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and we're still coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And if you'd like to find out what other programming is available for you, 724-365, with our compliments on the Exxon Broadcast Network, I mean besides the Exxon, just go to www.xzbn.net. My guest this hour, Exxon Nation, is Natalie Zaman, and she is the author of Color and Conjure and Magical Destinations of the Northeast, both published by our good friends at Llewellyn Worldwide. A regular contributor to Llewellyn Annual Publications, she also writes a reoccurring feature, Wandering Witch, for which is in Pagan's Magazine and is the co-author of three young adult novels, Sinis and Sinis Back in Faction, published by Flux, and Blonde Ops, published by Thomas Dune Books. And when not on the road, she's busy tending her magical back garden. And if you'd like to find out more about Natalie, her blog spot is nataliezaman.blogspot.com or her website, nataliezaman.com. And Natalie, welcome to the X-Zone. How are you tonight? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. It's a great pleasure. So tell me, are you a witch? Yes. Excellent. Yes, I, I love witches. <laughs> they are We're the... lovable people. <laughs> you know what? Witches have had a bad rap since they the have. beginning of time. And you know what? Doing this show over the years I've done it, the witches, the Wiccans, are the most peaceful, loving, caring people that I've ever talked to. That's so good to hear. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, when did your adventure into the world of witches start? I would say it was probably in the fifth grade. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I went to a Catholic school. I was raised Catholic. Mm -hmm. um, and I had a teacher in fifth grade named Sister Natalie of all. Coincidence? <laughs> of all, of hmm. all people. Um, and one of the things that she would do, and sometimes I wonder if, if, if people think this is a little, I guess, like maybe youngish for, for fifth graders, because how old are you in fifth grade? Like 10, 11, somewhere in, somewhere in there, yeah. I think. Um, but she would read aloud to us mm -hmm. in, in class. That was like always, you know, that was kind of part of the curriculum, um, way back in the day. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, and among other things, I mean, she introduced me to a whole, because reading aloud is it's 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 such a treasure um, to be to be a listener to to um, oh, not only a wonderful story but also if you have a wonderful narrator and whatnot and she was a really great reader as well um, 
And she read to us uh, The Phantom Tollbooth. That's how I was introduced to that book. Um, she read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and that's how I was introduced to that book. <laughs> um, and she also read this wonderful story called, okay, it's, it's a mouthful, and I'm probably going to mess up the title, um, but it was E.L. Konigsberg, um, and it was, uh, oh, geez, Jennifer Hecate Macbeth, William McKinley, and me, Elizabeth. And this was a, you know... The, while the other stories were like almost clearly fantasy, and and right. they are, they're clearly fantasy. This one was really based in reality, and it was about, without giving it away, mm-hmm. uh, a regular fifth grade kid, little girl, uh, who lived in an apartment, and when a lot of people in the school that she went to lived in houses, um, and it's weird because when I was listening to that book, when I first heard it, I was a kid who lived in an apartment where a lot of the people I went to school with lived in houses. I don't know. It's a weird kind of connection there. Um, But on her way to school one day, she meets a witch and becomes her friend. And the witch is another girl who's her age. And like I said, it's it's very much based in reality. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a lot of little details about, I guess, like what we would consider like historical witches ah. uh, that were very that was very very interesting um and that's that's all i'm going to give away about the book it's a wonderful book it, it it definitely is of its time i think it was written in the late 1960s um but that doesn't matter it's all a right. timeless story you and i have to take a break please stand by natalie thank you so much for joining us and uh, when we come back exonation we're going to talk to natalie about magical destinations of the northeast This is the Exxon. Natalie Zaman is my special guest, and we'll both be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Is it science or is it magic? Once a magical thing has been scientifically proven, is it no longer magic? 
or is magic simply the science of tomorrow? Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, on The Science of Magic, a syndicated radio program dedicated to combining the science and magic of today's dynamic and controversial topics to co-create new solutions. By triangulating information from today's leading experts from the scientific and magical fields, we uncover expansive and evolutionary truths you won't find anywhere else. Join us daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, as I interview the shared thoughts with the amazing guests from both science and magic. The resulting knowledge is unprecedented. As a gift to you, the listener, past episodes can be accessed on our website free of charge at thescienceofmagic.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back, everyone. My guest this hour is Natalie Zaman. And uh, Natalie, uh, before we went to the commercial break, you and I were talking about about witches, about Wicca, and so on. And I was telling you that, you know, Wicca and witches have had a bum rap since the beginning of recorded history. <laughs> and, and let's call a spade a spade here. The only reason they've had the, the bum rap was because they didn't have the marketing power that the <laughs> church had. Very true. Yeah, you know, like when you look at the holidays, like Christmas, we know Christ wasn't born on December the 25th. Oh, no. I think it's supposed to be in the springtime yeah, exactly. sometime. I think it's where they... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But when you look at what was the, the marketing strategy behind the early religions, like, come on, guys. And you, you, it's it's it really ticks me off. So I just want to let you know and the other members of the, the witches, the Wiccans, that, hey... I'm your number one fan because I know the great work that you folks do behind the scenes. And we love you. Ah, we love you too, sweetie. So, <laughs> so tell me, what inspired you to write Magical Destinations of the Northeast? Uh, that was definitely the cross-country trip that my family and I made mm -hmm. um, back in 2013. We drove from New Jersey to California. Wow. Um, and down the, yeah, great American road trip, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then back through the Southwest, back home. Um and we just saw so many wonderful things. There's nothing like seeing a place from the road um, and seeing the landscape change before you that just is is, is very inspiring. Yep. Um, and there were places that I just, that just touched me very deeply. One of those was Devil's Tower, you know, like the site from oh, Close yeah. Encounters. That's right, yeah. Yep. And I, I really, it wasn't a place that I particularly wanted to go to, but my husband did. Mm -hmm. So he, you know, I was like, oh, sure, dear. We'll, <laughs> we'll go and we'll go and make your stop for you. Right. Yeah. Um, but we went to, um, we went to uh, Mount Rushmore first, Beautiful. which you know, it, it was lovely, but yeah. I have to say it was a little underwhelming for what I expected. Maybe if we had gone like up close to it, mm -hmm. then it would have been a little bit better, but we just saw it from the viewing platform. Right. By the way, did you hear now that there's a library in Abraham Lincoln's head that, that was planned and, and put there? No, no. I didn't. Mm -mm. That's like something that they just discovered. It's like it's hollow and it was like meant to be a little library. So definitely something worth researching there. Yeah. So maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's not as underwhelming as I thought it was. But anyway, we went from there. We went to Devil's Tower. Mm -hmm. And yeah, while while. Um, Mount Rushmore was very crowded. When we got to Devil's Tower, it's June, a gorgeous day, beautiful day, and we were the only ones there. 
um, which was a blessing in a way because we got to walk around the whole mountain. It was just it was just just a beautiful, wow. beautiful experience. Did you happen to run into Richard Dreyfus? Was he still waiting to uh, to go up in the spaceship? <laughs> No, we were alone. Either that, or he was uh, he was hiding somewhere in the in the brush. Well, you got to watch out for those Canadians. They like to hide in the brush and just watch what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it just it, it just amazed me that like we went there and there was nobody there, um, mm -hmm. and that we were the only ones there. Um, and the thing I've discovered after doing you know some research and, and getting around to different places was that. Um, when people don't go to places, sometimes those places go away. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't like that idea. I mean, I know change comes and, and things happen and, and that kind of thing. Um, but you want to kind of, I guess, I'm trying to preserve it for as long as possible. And then if not the place, then at least the memory of it so that people know. Excuse me, I talked tonight. Um, <laughs> so, people, <laughs> so that people know that they exist or did exist once upon a time. Wow. So... How many other destinations are there? Magical destinations. Well, and oh, what are some of your favorite, most favorite? Like we know that Devil Mountain isn't one of your favorite destinations because, you know, you did with your husband what my wife does with me. She'll say yes, dear. <laughs> and, and you know darn well that as soon as the words yes, dear, come out of their mouth and they're agreeing with you, it's going to cost you down the road. You know and that. Yeah, and, and, and it did because uh -huh. after that. Um, when I was like, okay, let's do some research and let's go places. It was like, okay, yes, dear. Aha, uh -huh, see? <laughs> yeah, let's go on a road trip to Maryland and go see all these places. Yes, dear. <laughs> okay. Um, well, as for how many, it's, it's countless and, and always growing. Um, one of the things I discovered while reading this book is that there's little pockets of places everywhere. Um, and that's kind of something that I hope people take away mm -hmm. when they, they read the book that like, yes, yeah, some of the, some of the places that I mentioned may at first seem maybe even pedestrian, right? But there's things that are hidden there. You just have to be aware of it. Um, one of my favorite uh, things that we did, that we stumbled upon was this cave out in Maryland. Um, and I'm going to look up the name of it so that I can get it right for you. But essentially, when I was doing research for the book, I wanted a cave in there. I thought a cave would be a cool thing because caves are magical, right? Caves are magical yep. places. Gnomes live there. Fairies live there. All sorts of wonderful things. Um, and I need. And I found this one in Maryland. There's caves all over the place, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but it was this, I guess, like what we, what one would call a show cave, which means it's been kind of gutted out so that it's you know people can walk through it and that kind of thing. And I got a very unexpected surprise there because when we went to this cave, um, the magical experience I had almost had nothing to do with the cave itself, but what happened there. And basically what happened was this, that my husband and I went there and it was off season. So we kind of got a tour for ourselves, which is nice. So well, you kind of, this kind of works in really nice for you. You had the same thing happen at uh, the, the Devil's Horn Mountain or the Devil's, oh, yeah. what's it called? Devil's Tower. Devil's That's Tower. right. Devil's Tower. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was just really, you know, again, travel trip, travel mm -hmm. in the off season. Luck was with us for Devil's Tower, definitely. Because uh, it was, was it summertime. luck or was it witchcraft? Hmm. One mm. never knows, does one. <laughs> no <right>? one <laughs> never knows. <laughs> but um, when we went to this cave, uh, we, we, we go and we're, we're walking through the, the different little mazy kind of, you know, twists and turns. And it's very interesting with stalactites and stuff yep. coming up from the ground. And then the tour guide turns to me and says, hey, do you want to see total darkness? And before I could even think about it, because if I thought about it for too long, I would have been like, no. I was like, yes, yes. So, hey, let's see total <laughs> darkness. And, you know, I didn't even give the husband a chance to say no. He just had no choice but to say yes, dear. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> you know? And then after that, I was like, well, do you just have to promise to turn the lights back on? Um, and they and the guy was like, oh, yeah, sure. Right. And then two seconds later, it was completely dark. And I have to tell you, I have, I mean, you could lock yourself in the darkest room in your house. There's nothing like being underground dark. So that's kind of like being buried alive. In a way, yeah. except you can move, except you can move. So, I mean, you know, um, even though it's kind of close quartered yeah. and I'll admit when it first happened, I kind of panicked just a little bit. Um, but then after a while, you know, after a few few seconds and whatnot, and you, you kind of silenced yourself, 
you could hear the drip of water. It was very peaceful. What, what an amazing feeling. Um, and then the guy turned on his little, like, I guess like he had like a little light on his hat and he was like, then he started explaining about how, like when they first came down here, this is what they saw. And it was just an incredible change of point of view. Mm. And that's something that no matter where you are, you know, that could happen anywhere. And you just have to kind of be ready for it and embrace it when it happens. And by the way, that cave was the Crystal Grotto's Caverns um, out in Boonesboro, Maryland, very, very close to the, I think, the West Virginia border. It was just an amazing experience. Isn't there a lot of caves, running caves in, in Virginia as well? I believe so. Yeah. That's something I haven't researched yet, though. I haven't moved on uh-huh. to the next segment of the United States. I'm hoping to do the whole thing. Wow. Uh, uh, of course, with your husband. Mm-hmm. He has no choice. <laughs> and it's called masking tape, right? Or duct tape. <laughs> duct Handcuffs, tape. <laughs> chains, rope, whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> What's your husband? How does your husband feel about being married to a witch? Oh, you know, he's he's a very, he's a scientist. You oh, know, boy. so he has his own, you know, set of <laughs> beliefs and whatnot. So, yeah. yeah, we make an interesting pairing. When the two come together, yeah. it's it's a very, um, it's a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Science okay. and science and sorcery, science and spirituality. Well, isn't sorcery a, 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 the basis of what science is has been built on? What do you mean? I'm not. I'm not sure what you well, mean. Well, sorcery is a lot of magic, right? And you've got a lot of. Um, Oh my gosh! What uh, what Rumpelstiltskin? He was trying to turn lead into gold or hay into gold, and you've got oh, alchemy and, so and that on. kind of thing. You know, so so I guess you and your husband are just in two different time zones. That's all. Right, but we hold hands through it, so oh, it's, that's... It's, it's all pretty good. <laughs> Listen, I've got to tell you something. Holding hands is the most wonderful thing in the world. My wife and I—we have six kids, we have twelve grandchildren, and wherever we go, we always hold hands. It's a wonderful thing. It, it is. really is. It's a, it's it's a wonderful connector. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, she she loves holding my hand and pulling me into all the stores and saying, "Honey, I'd like this. Please pay." <laughs> and then, of course, while I'm holding her hand, trying to drag her out of those stores, it doesn't work. So. <laughs> it never does. I know. So. I know. Love is, Sorry. you know, love is blind, or as I say, <laughs> love has got deep pockets. One of the two. Yes. <laughs> How many books have you written all told? Oh, dear. Uh, let's see. Uh, three. Three. Six. Six. At this point, um, they got the three young adult novels. Mm-hmm. And then um, actually three young adult novels, two coloring books, an oracle deck, and Magical Destinations of the Northeast. Okay. So those are the ones that I that I did not like contributions. So what does that add up to? Like six? Remember, yeah. he's the scientist and, and does the maths and things. Yeah. yeah, but you're the boss. We all know that, that the woman in the in the home is the boss. <laughs> you know, my wife says jump, and I say, okay, how high, how far, and when do you want me to land? And where do you want me to land? Yeah. You see, I'm the idea person. He's the detail person. Oh, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that. Well, that, no, <laughs> hey, listen, I understand. My wife says, you know, that tree would look really good there. Yeah, well, you, no, 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 that's your job. Okay, fine. <laughs> Make uh, it so. Make it so, number one. There's several Americans, uh, North American uh, native sites that you talk about in your book. Have yes. you gone to many of them? Um, I went to in all total in the Magical Destinations in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. I would say I went to about 85% wow. of the of the sites that are there. Um, and of the Native American sites, I've, I've been to quite a few. All of them, um, or all the ones that I mentioned, rather, um, because I did not mention all of them, um, are all on public or accessible property where permission is granted for people to go onto these sites. Um, I, I made it a point to put in the beginning of the book how very important it is to respect, um, you know, I mean, you respect all private property, but it's, um, I think it's especially important um, to respect Native American property privacy, um, and all of the things that go along with it. Um, and there are plenty of places where permission is mm-hmm. very gracefully uh, granted um, to all people um, to learn about this, these many different cultures, because there are many. Um, you know, you can't, you can't lump everything all together. Um, and I'll tell you, I mean, just from the, the folks that I've met, 
Um, and, and even just in this in the Northeast, which is really a small, teeny corner um, of the country, uh, how very different um, the different cultures are, you know, just from the areas that they're from. You know, you and I have to uh, take our final, I'm sorry, our news break at the bottom of the hour, so please stand by. ExoNation, Natalie Zaman is our special guest, uh, www.nataliezaman.com, or you can uh, also visit her blog spot at nat- Natalie Zeman or zaman.blogspot.com, and we'll be back on the other side of this break as we go to the news here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com, and don't forget to check out the Exxon Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Ancient prophecies, legends, and current events indicate we're entering a high-frequency era supporting enlightenment. During expansive times, old rules fail, necessitating access to the ever-shifting currents of life for guidance. There's an ancient form of shamanism through which we can obtain the information we need. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Art School, with a great new provision for those interested in spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow is an upcoming series of leading-edge online affordable classes designed to guide and support you and your family during these times of transition. Embrace the magic. Empower your life. Study Galactic Shamanism at findyourpathhome.com.
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. And welcome back, one and all. Hey, I'd just like to thank each and every one of you around the world for going to xchroniclesnewspaper.com and either reading the newspaper online or downloading it in digital format. Speaking of the digital format, we're proud to say that since, uh, let me see, Craig, what was the date? The 24th of August to today, over 7 million downloads around the world. So thank you very much, Exxon Nation. And as you know, the newspaper is totally free with the compliments of our advertisers. So please give them a visit at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. Natalie Zeman is our special guest this hour. And uh, in the first uh, part of the hour, we talked to Natalie about, oh, witchcraft, uh, you know, how how she lets, uh, how they've visited uh, the Devil's Tower and other places in the United States in her and we were talked about her book Magical Destinations of the Northeast now in this part of the interview Natalie I'd like to talk to you about color and conjure tell Yay! us about that yeah I love this book. <laughs> always keep the best for the last so tell us about it oh dear okay so I had been writing um, spells and rituals mm -hmm. for some of the Llewellyn annuals for a few years. Um, and then I have a friend who, and that's that, that friend would be Wendy, who's the illustrator for the, um, for the coloring book. And, um, she had done a couple of coloring books previously and had approached me and said, Hey, you know, I'd like to do another coloring book, but I want it to be a little bit different than the stuff that's out there already because coloring books have, I guess, like have undergone a kind of a renaissance where yes. everybody is trying yeah. to, you know, is coloring, mm -hmm. but really they've been around forever. They really have. Um, and I remember when I was, I used to teach high school and we, um, well, I had incorporated coloring pages into the curriculum, even for high school students. Um, it, it just was a great teaching tool, um, and a great way to introduce, um, different topics and whatnot. But anyway, she had said to me, Hey, I want to make something a little bit different. How about we put some, you know, words with, with the pictures. Cause at first I was just like a hey, coloring book, <laughs> darling, I can't draw. Like I can't, you know, I mean, I could, you know, get my point across with stick figures and stuff. Really good at pictionaries. <laughs> really good at pictionaries. Okay. So I can do like, a, I, a, you should see my cheese graters. They're, they're beautiful. I can, I can show you what a cheese grater looks like. I can hardly wait. Yes, <laughs> I'll send you one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but uh, yeah, when, when it comes to drawing something for real, mm -hmm. it, it probably isn't a good idea for me to do it. Um, but it was like, no, let's let's do some meditations, like a guided meditation with these images. Mm -hmm. And we started the, the resulting book was the animal totem mandala coloring book. So it's a bunch of different uh, mandalas with like animal imagery in them. Um, with these little guided meditations with some keywords, um, a message from that animal spirit, um, and a little and a little description about what that animal's energy is. And I really liked that idea. And as I was working on the text for that, I thought to myself, I was like, some of the spells that I had been writing would really um, it kind of, they kind of lend themselves to pictures, not just even to color, but to do things with. And I'm going back to my fifth grade with Sister Natalie and my inner fifth grader because I've always liked like activity books and stuff that you can cut out, paper dolls, all that other good kind of stuff. Um, and one of the first things that came to mind was the was the magical word abracadabra, which is a, a lot of people see it as a stage magician's term, and I did too. Um, but of course, we know that it has a more ancient meaning. Mm -hmm. um, far more ancient meaning. Um, but I still saw it as 
the top hat and the rabbit. And I was like, well, why can't we put those things together to do something really kind of interesting? Um, so we put together, and I, I drew this terrible rabbit in a hat and, and wrote out the abracadabra and, and whatnot. And I was like, it would be really cool to color this page because if it means I create and you want to direct your energy, um, you color this page, you put your intention into it, you put yourself into it, and then you roll it up and then you wrap it in copper wire, maybe with like some little crystals beaded onto it. And then you have a you have a magic wand and you can point things and direct your energy to whatever it is you want to do. Um, and in a way, it's it, it's not like that the magic wand has the power or that you've actually put yourself I mean, you're putting your your intentions into the paper, mm -hmm. uh, but it's more like a focusing energy tool. That's that's in a way that's yeah. what this book is. It's a tool book. It's a tool book to help you empower yourself. I mean, that's 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 how I envisioned it, and I hope that's how people use it. Um, and there's 50 little tools uh, that people can use, or just color if that's what you want to do. I mean, that's awesome too. Um, but yeah, I, I we we made like little spinners like from games and a and a moon wheel and a maze and 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 uh, and uh, a, a wonderful little temple that you can make. Ah, I, I'm I'm just really pleased as as punch with this tickled pink with this book. I love it. You know, I, I love the fact that you allow people to 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 do these on their own and that they can have the the effects of the learning process along with having the knowledge that goes behind it. Oh yeah. I mean, and that, that's all part and parcel of it mm -hmm. as well as like, I'm hoping that people will take, I mean, I, I wrote out spells, but I want folks to use those as suggestion and adapt them because that's where the most powerful, whether you call it magic, whether you call it prayer, it's all the same thing. Well, how would you, um, how would you describe a spell? What is a spell? A spell is prayer with props, <laughs> really. I mean, that's that's how I see it. It's, it's prayer with props. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you put the right ingredients together, but all those ingredients are, I mean, they have their own energies, but they're helping you to focus. Right. That's all it's doing. Any kind of magic, um, any kind of... Divination, you know, yeah. Yes, anything. It, it comes from within. Yep. It really, really does. Well, that's what a crystal uh, ball is to a crystal ball reader is is a focus focal point. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You know, and it's a in, in you know in some ways it's a conduit, but it's mm -hmm. it's all to draw the power out of yourself. I mean, even that's what I'm I'm calling on um, I'm calling on my uh, memory of the prime of Miss Jean Brody. Oh I love gosh, that book. Yeah. Um, she uh, she says to educate is to draw out, right? I mean, and that's what all of this stuff does. It draws the energy out of you so that you could kind of, you know, push it outwards and, and share it with the world. So that's how I see magic anyway. That's how I see the craft. Tell me your three favorite spells from the book. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, this one's going to make Wendy mad. That's okay. Because um, <laughs> it, it was her least favorite. Um, there is the Sell This House, uh, which is kind of like I don't know if you've ever seen this before but if you go into like some shops you can get like a little kit for Saint Joseph to help you sell your house it's a very kind of Catholic thing like I said I draw a lot on my on my Catholic upbringing and um, the thing that you have to do is you get a little statue of Saint Joseph right mm -hmm. if you're trying to sell your house and you bury him upside down <laughs> and facing outwards right so that he will draw the people to your to your house so uh -huh. basically what we did in that particular page was we made a Saint Joseph kit with you where you color him in and you can bury the statue and then after your house sells there's a little offering that you can make afterwards and you just cut all those things out or you could just color it which is also cool uh, um, let, let me ask you something here what happens if a person's not Catholic um I don't <laughs> that necessarily matters i mean we tried to draw on on imagery from all of our different okay. experiences and perspectives um that's why it's not a book of all sorts of saints with all of their yeah. different little accoutrements which is something that i would really like to do in the future um even if it's just <laughs> for fun <laughs> just because that kind of thing fascinates me yeah um but that's one of my my particular favorites. Um, and also what I tried to do in, in the spells is just to give a little hint of um, the history behind it, because it turns out that like, even if you're not, th there's, even if you're not Catholic, there's little intersecting 
threads that go through everything. Everything is interconnected in some way, shape or form. I firmly believe that it's just a, a matter of finding where the threads connect to. Um, so yes, if, if a person isn't Catholic, they might not draw on that particular, um, that particular aspect of it. Um, but it's also kind of fun, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, okay, you, know, so you that, could bury something else and whatnot. So. Okay. So that's number one. What's number two? Number two would be the kick it spell. I like this one because a, the picture is really simple. Mm -hmm. Um, I like detailed pictures to color Mm because I also like to color. Um, but this one is fairly simple. It's just, it's a boot, right? And what you would do with that one is when you have a bad habit or something that you have to get rid of, right? You put that into the paper while you're coloring it, or you can even write the stuff out. Then you crumple it into a ball and you kick it all over the place, kick it out the door. That physical action really does help. Um, with things I find, um, with what, be it magic, like I said, be magic, be it prayer, be it any of those things, um, because you're directing energy, you're releasing energy while you're doing it. And, you know, I, I like, you know, like I said, just like putting, uh, action into things. And then third one, oh dear. Um, I would say the one that we did last night, um, I, I had an event last night where I did a little bit of a workshop, um, to create one of these tools. And we made a moon wheel, which is, you know, you could track the phases of the moon mm-hmm. with it. And it's, it's really just this, I mean, it's a simple little tool. It doesn't really have a spell per se attached to it. Just like some suggestions on the different phases and what, you know, how you can draw on that energy to help you focus. Um, but it's like one of those things where you could cut it out and you use one of those brass fasteners and then you just turn it around and you could turn the two pieces of paper so that it, um, that the, uh, the phase of the moon that you're currently at is visible. Now that so. is really cool. Yeah. That yeah. is really cool. <laughs> All right. And number three. That was number three. Oh, <laughs> did we do one, two, three already? My yes. gosh, that went fast. I know, right? <laughs> so the, uh, there's 50 spells in all. Yes. Now Maybe what, I'm... what age group is this book for? Um, I would say that it's, I mean, it's an adult coloring book, Mm -hmm. um, because there, you know, there are some, I mean, it's, it's family friendly, I think. Um, I think the only, um, the only one that's a little suggestive, remember I was raised Catholic. Um, (laughs) the only one that's a little suggestive is the privacy, please. Um, and that's like a door hanger that you put on your bedroom drawer when you don't want to be disturbed. Um, but other than that, I mean, I think it's it's pretty, like I said, it's pretty family friendly. And there's pages that all different ages could color. But as a book, I would call it an adult coloring book. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with you that coloring is coming back big time. You go to the, um, the, the local bookstore or Costco or Sam's or wherever these uh, giant wholesalers are. Mm-hmm. And and they have these books that are just for adults to color in. And I think this is a great way of releasing, like you said, energy and to calm yourself down. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's a very soothing process. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're being creative and you're also, like I said, you're tapping into that inner fifth grader, you know. You know, and, and, and thinking of it like that, now I understand or I can better understand why so many people doodle because they're releasing pent up energy. Absolutely. You know, uh, and you're and and again, it's like it's one of those things where you could be creative and, you know, in, in the meantime, like the, the wheels are turning and yeah. ideas are generating, you know, while you're doing it. And it's fun. It sounds like fun, and when we come back from this final break, we're going to let our listeners know how they can get their very own copy, and we're also going to be talking more about witchcraft, because after all, Exxon Nation, next month is Halloween. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. Natalie and I return on the other side of this break. And if you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. And to find out more about Natalie, visit her website, www.nataliezaman.com. That's N-A-T-A-L-I-E. Z-A-M-A-N. We'll both be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. The Earth is under ever-increasing pressure from untenable lifestyles and growing populations. Yet, viable answers seem in short supply. What if I told you there's an ancient form that can empower you to take charge of your life? What if your entire family could be enfolded and supported by life itself? 
finding safe passage through challenging times. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Art School with great news, an upcoming series of leading-edge online affordable classes based in an ancient form of shamanism easily learned and used by your entire family. Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow are a series of online adult and children's lessons instructing your entire family on natural law, how to cooperate with and be supported by the powers of the universe. Visit findyourpathhome.com to find these unique and powerful classes. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize, while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. is truth. Historically, we viewed things as either being true or false. Now as we enter a more expansive era, we find the question is not, is it true, but rather, how true is it? I'm Gwilda Wiecka, host of the Science of Magic Radio, a syndicated, internationally broadcast radio program dedicated to uncovering this ever-expanding truth. Join me daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, as I interview today's leading experts from the fields of science and magic to uncover the hidden truth between the lines drawn in the sand. What we unearth in our discussions is not only amazing, but totally unprecedented. You won't want to miss a single episode. In service to our listeners, past episodes can always be found on our website with our compliments at thescienceofmagic.net. And welcome back, everyone. And whether you're a believer or a skeptic, join me, Rob McConnell, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net and our family of broadcast affiliates right around the world. My guest this hour is Kat, I'm sorry, is Natalie Zeman. I was thinking about Kat, who is the young lady who helps us make all these interviews possible through Llewellyn, and she does a great job. If you'd like to find out more about Natalie, her website is nataliezaman, or zaman.com. And uh, first of all, Natalie, it's been great having you on the show this hour. I've thoroughly enjoyed our our, um, our, our together, and the time Thanks. has certainly gone right by very fast. 
I love what you're doing. You're taking this positive energy or this energy that's built up and putting it to good use. You're teaching people things. Um, you know, the your book with 50, um, what, what, what would you call them? 50? 50 tools, I tools. think. Tools, all right. I like, the, I like I that, 50 tools. tools. You know, I, I think that is marvelous. And uh, congratulations on a job well done. Oh, thank you so much. And this has been so much fun. I was zipping by for me. All going right. too fast. <laughs> Let me ask you about Halloween as a witch. Yeah. Oh, gosh, it's my favorite. I love Halloween. I always have. Um, even before mm -hmm. um, Jennifer Hecate Macbeth, William McKinley and me, Elizabeth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as in, and it's funny because that story starts at Halloween. Mm -hmm. um, and it just, it, I don't know, there's something about the fall. Um, and the autumn, maybe it's because, you know, my birthday's in the autumn, although it's at the tail end of it. Um, but it's just, there's, there's something about the time, um, where everything is in this kind of gentle state of, of decay and almost sleep. That's just, I don't know, it's my favorite time of year. Um, and I've come to appreciate kind of the both halves of Halloween. There's the commercial half of it, I Big guess you call yeah. it that with the costumes and the candy corn and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. I, I love that. I, I think it's great. I love that. We, I live in a neighborhood where I get like tons of kids trick or treating and stuff <laughs> like that. We try to do something fun for them. Like the hundredth trick or treater gets a prize or something, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, and, and then there's this, there's the more serious side, which for me is about honoring ancestors. Um, and it's become, you know, more and more about that um, mm -hmm. as, as time has gone on. Um, so every year um, I do a pretty elaborate ancestor altar out on my porch um, to those who, you know, my friends and family who've, who've passed on. So that's that's what it means to me. Um, respect is a big is a big part of your life from what I've been listening to over the last hour. Yeah, that's that's, uh, you know, it's it's I've I guess as I've gotten older, mm -hmm. um, I, I'm getting it more. I'm a little bit wiser than I was when I was younger. Um, and, and it is uh, respect for other people, respect for life in all its forms um, is so important. And at the end of the day, you know, whatever, you know, thing is laid in front of you, whatever decision, it comes down to that. And it's like, you know, is this making life better? Mm -hmm. If the answer is yes, then you're on the right path. Yeah. If you always choose kindness. You're always you're always on the right path. Sometimes it won't seem that it's for the right at the moment, but later on yeah. in time, you just have indeed. to follow your heart. Yes, indeed. What would you like Absolutely. your readers to take away from your books? Um, I am hoping that whatever they read of mine, they leave empowered, um, that it does something for them, that it makes them feel better, that it makes, you know, uh, it makes their lives better, um, but really that they find it within themselves because that's what it's all about. Um, because when you are feeling confident and good in yourself, then you can give more to others. And it just kind of exponentially mm -hmm. multiplies over and over and over again. So that's the goal. That's the main goal. No and matter I, what, I try to try every day, you know. And I'm sure uh, you succeed. Thank you. Thank well, you. I, well, I, I really I really hope I do. Because um, there are days where my patience is like at a thread's end, so... <laughs> <laughs> you been, know, been there, um, done that, the, fully that understand it. That is the true it. test yep. of character. Tis true, tis true. Now, you write both fiction and nonfiction. For you, which is easier? Oh, the nonfiction, for sure. Um, coming up with imaginary stuff mm -hmm. is very, very hard. Um, I mean, not, nonfiction has its own challenges, for sure, because sometimes there's subjects that are dry that need, you know, that if you can make them entertaining. Mm -hmm. Like I have, I love history. And there are certain writers of history that I just, I could just read and listen to them all day. Like Simon Shama comes to mind. Oh, I just love what he does with history. Um, and Alison Weir, also a really amazing historian that could take a really, really dry subject um, and make it pleasurable, you know. Um, and that's what I'm hoping that I can do. I mean, I guess that's the biggest challenge. But I find um, with fiction just having, you know, this imaginary world and like kind of creating it from scratch. Ooh, that's hard. Yeah. At least I find it's hard. <laughs> Why do you think so many people are turning to 
the new age for answers these days. Uh, you know, like I was talking to somebody earlier tonight, and I said, in my, in my opinion, it's because the established religious philosophies have never kept up with the times, and people are just kind of really tired of getting the same old, same old with no changes. And whereas with the new age people, uh, the new age philosophies, new age has grown with the people. Oh, that's, I mean, I, I think that that's, that's, that's very, you know, um, you know, mm -hmm. what's what I'm looking for astute, you know, I think maybe that's what it is. That's very, you know, that's spot on. Um, I'm also, I wonder if people are realizing that there's also no one answer. We all would love, I think, you know, we like, we don't like uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's not a wonderful place to be sometimes not oh, knowing know what's that. going to happen. Yeah. Um, but I think what the new age offers, um, and I think this kind of ties in with keeping up with the times, um, is, is that kind of, uh, I guess like the tools that one needs to be able to embrace that uncertainty and, and deal with it, you know, because things are always going to be uncertain yeah. and there is no one answer. Um, and I think people are discovering that, that there is, you know, I mean, and that's what I, I feel like some religions as opposed to spirituality has provided the one answer, like the one ring, right? <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Um, but seriously, it's, it's, it's there. I don't think there is any one answer. I think there's, there's, there's many answers and it's a journey and there's always going to be uncertainty. Um, and I think you're right that with, you know, with, uh, in, in changing with the, with the times and being adaptable, mm -hmm. um, you can't do that with a one answer thing. That's too rigid. Um, you know, you have to be able to be flexible and, and adapt, um, you know, and that's, I think that's one of the only ways to deal with uncertainty, if something, that makes sense. It, it does. And something that I've noticed with the new age philosophy and the new age people is that they're not afraid to, to talk to others and question and, and try to get answers working together for common good and common cause. Where within the other established religious philosophies, it's, hey, you're on the own. It's his way or the highway. Yep. Yep, yep. I mean, that's and like, that's, you know, and it's a shame because in a lot of, you know, and like I said, I, I, I was telling you before, I mm -hmm. draw a lot of my, you know, on my Catholic upbringing and there's a lot of beautiful things in that. There is. Um, yeah. There is. There's a, there's a lot of beautiful things in that. And then it's when you get into the dogmatic that it, it starts to kind of falter away. And one of my favorite, um, I guess, a, a Catholic writers, um, if you want to, if you want to call that, but more, let's call her a mystic is Julian of Norwich. Um, and she has, you know, has some like beautiful, if you take the, just the philosophies, right. And you, you, you take away the dogma, there really are, it's just, it's again, it's, it's all tools to cope. Mm -hmm. And one of the quotes that, that I kind of live by with her is this all shall be well. It's like all shall be well and all shall be well and all manner of things shall be well. Cause even, I guess like it, in a larger sense, it's about, um, even though there are evils in the world, you have to have faith that all shall be well. Um, and it's just the simple words and it's just a simple mantra, but it works. It's a tool, you know, but there's no dogma yeah. there. It's just a kind of faith from within that everything's going to be okay. You know, the time has come when you and I must say so long, but before we go, I'd like to thank you once again for joining us tonight. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you so much. But Thank also, you. but also, uh, what are your final thoughts for the Exxon Nation tonight? What would you like to share with them? Oh dear, um, so many things. They have like uh, you know little butterflies flying around in my head right now. It's like say this, <laughs> say that. Um, always choose kindness, please. Um, you know, we live in a we're living in tough times now, yes. folks. Um, you know, and that'll never steer you wrong if. If you're kind to others and help them, you know, any way you can, you know, if you can catch yourself, if, if you're starting to fall off the other way, we're all human. It happens. Yeah. Um, but try always choose kindness, please. That would be fantastic. You know, we've, we've talked about religious philosophies and we've talked about new age philosophy, but I, I remember my, my Christian upbringing yes. where it said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Yes. And you know, there's a lot of good little cliches in everything. But it all comes down to one thing. We're all part of the same family. Indeed. And we just have to learn to get back to our roots, to grow together, to work together, 
to live together and to love together. I love that. That was beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Natalie, I want to thank you so much for everything you do, and please give my very best to Kat, and I'd like to thank the good people of at Llewellyn Publishing for helping make this interview possible. Natalie, take care of yourself. Thanks. You too, hon. All right. Have and next donation, if you'd like to find out more about Natalie, visit her website at nataliezaman.com. I'll be back on the other side of this news break at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past as we continue here in the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. I'm Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Don't go away.